and welcome to Destination to Excellent podcast. Destination to Excellence is an organization dedicated to building your faith, leading you to your destination to walk in excellence. I'm your host, Alonda Billings. Now, let's jump into the devotion for today and get some juicy nuggets from the word. Only way to please you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We thank you for your story. That is your word, Lord. That word, Lord, when we yield it, Father God, it pierces and it breaks down everything the enemy tries to bring against us. We thank you that our feet are shy with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Lord, everywhere we go, peace follows us. Peace dwells within us, Lord God. We we send peace, Lord God, everywhere we go. We thank you, Father God, that you are Jehovah Rapha. You are the healer. We thank you, Lord, that on this day, Father God, we just ask that you would touch from the uh, Brother Arnold, from the head, his head down to his feet, Lord God. We say that that COVID virus is dissipating right now out of his mm-hmm. body. We command it to go. And mm-hmm. you said, Lord, that we could just send the word. We are sending the word this morning for Stephanie's Aunt Esther against COVID, Lord God. We stand against this virus. Yes. We come against Right now, in Jesus' name, dry up from the root. Right now, health is restored. We thank you for complete restoration, Lord God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, that the antibodies in their bodies are working the way you designed them to work, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you that those doctors that are working with them and that hospital staff, Lord, is skillful and that Mm -hmm. they have compassion. Hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for the favor on their life. And thank you, Father, for our children. Yes, and our Father. family members, Lord God, that yes. have not yet come to know you. And those that mm-hmm. do know you, we thank you for growing them up, for maturing yes. them in words, yes. Lord God. Send labors yes. across the path of those that are not saved, Father God, so that yes. they can come to know you for the God mm-hmm. that you are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you that you have given us the power of forgiveness, Lord God. We thank you that because of the forgiveness that we walk in, hearts of people are being changed. Minds of people are being changed, Father God. Hallelujah. We pray for our children that are in college, Lord. Mm -hmm. We thank you, Lord, that as they are there, that your hands of protection is around them and that you, Lord God, contend with all that contends with them. We thank you that you bring good people and friends across their path, friends that know you, Lord God, Mm -hmm. friends that will accompany them and walk with them, Lord God, in safety and peace. We thank you for our school-age children, Lord God. Hallelujah. That as they go each day, Lord, that you guiding their footsteps. Yes, Father. That those teachers that minister to your children, Lord God, minister to them in good faith and truth, respectfully. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. I thank you that everything that they hear, that they retain it, Lord God, and that it just helps to build them up. I thank you, Father, for their safety while they're there. Your word is true, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray and we confess your word over our children. We surround them with your faith. Mm -hmm. We have faith in your word that you watch over 
transforming. We confess and we believe that our children are disciples of Christ, that they are taught of the Lord and obedient to your will. Great is the peace and undisturbed composure of our children because you got that which contends with them and you give them safety and you ease them. It's your perfect will, Lord God. Let us not mess that up. Let us be able to just let you do what you do best, Lord. Mm-hmm. And that is to keep them and to protect yeah. them and to guide yeah. them. We've yeah. done what you've asked us to do. We have raised mm-hmm. them up. We have taught them in your ways, Lord God. That yeah. as they grow and get older, they would not deter mm-hmm. from it. And those that do will be coming back. And we yeah. thank you, Lord God. Thank Hallelujah. You. Your hands, mm-hmm. Lord God. Um, are able to guard and keep them in all their ways. We say that our children obey their parents in the Lord and that Mm -hmm. they are his representatives because your word is just and it's true. Our children honor, esteem, and value their parents. We thank you for this, Lord. We thank thank you you that they obey that first commandment with promise that it will be well Mm -hmm. with them as long as they continue to honor their parents. We believe and we confess that our children, they live and they love you, Lord. They obey your Mm -hmm. voice. Mm -hmm. And a stranger's voice, they will not follow. They cling to you. Mm -hmm. Lord, you are the life and the length of their days. Therefore, Mm -hmm. our children are the head and they are not the tail. And they shall be above and not beneath. Hmm. And they are blessed when they come in. Hallelujah. And they are blessed when they go out. Hmm. We thank you, Father, that you give your angels charge over our children to accompany them and defend them and preserve them in all their ways. Because you, Um, Lord, are our refuge and our fortress. And you said if we run in, that we would be safe. Hallelujah. So we run in for our children, Lord God. We run in and we stand for them in the gap, Lord Jesus. And we thank you for your glory. We thank you that you are the lifter of our heads, Father. And as parents, we will not provoke our children. Hmm. We will not take our children. We will not be harder on them and harass them and cause them to become discouraged and sullen or morose. Mm-hmm. We feel for them, Lord God, when yeah, they are frustrated yeah. and we continue to stand in the gap and pray for them. Then we will not break our system that we have put in place to keep them safe, Lord God. Keep we just God. thank you, Lord, how excellent and majestic and mighty is your name in hmm. all the yeah. earth. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Lord God. Hallelujah. We pray, Lord. We thank you that as we touch your word today, Lord God, that you will, you know, just let it resonate in our hearts, Lord God, and in Mm -hmm. our minds, Father. Mm -hmm. We thank you, Lord, that we hide your word in our hearts so that we won't sin against you, Lord, so that we won't share the gospel with those that you have assigned us, that you bring across our paths, Lord God. Hallelujah. Let us not miss an assignment, Father. Let keep us ever sensitive to the Holy Spirit, Lord God, and yes, how He moves and directs us. And we thank you, Lord, because there is none like you in all the earth. Yes. There is none like you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory to your name.
Well, today, ladies, we are back to be Yes. And to do a BSF song this morning. So, we now back to lesson 13. And, ooh, it's juicy today. We got a lot to cover. But we're going to get through it. Amen. Amen. And I'm just excited to hear the just the nuggets that everybody is going to be sharing about these different uh, soils that we're going to be talking about today. So day two, we are going to be reading from Matthew, the 13th chapter. Um, first, we'll read verses one through nine. And I'm going to read it from the NIV. And it says, we're going to be talking about the parable of the sower. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow seeds. As he was scattering the seeds, some fell along the path. And the birds came up and ate They ate it up. Then some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no roots. Other seeds fell among the thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. So still other seeds fell on good soil, where it produced the crop 160 or 30 times what was sown. So whoever has ears, let him hmm. hear. Yeah. So I want to ask the question first, and then we'll read those other scriptures. What is a parable? What is a parable? It's Anybody like, have an answer for that? What exactly is a parable? Well, it's like a riddle. Yeah, it's a it's a earthly it's a earthly story with a heavenly meaning. You know, it's got a deeper meaning than what is being told. And like Alana said, it's a riddle. Everybody doesn't understand it because it has a deeper meaning. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. Um, so I put it's it's the double speak that Jesus used. A double speech. A double. It's double speak. Like Right. 
it's also um, can be looked at as a uh, story which attempts to teach a lesson. The listener is to place himself or herself in the story. The main purpose of Jesus' parables was to reveal how to behave in order to bring about the kingdom of God, right? Because everything's always pointed back to how you need God, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. um, when I was when I was looking that up, it uses words like succinct. And succinct means something that's written or spoken briefly but clearly expressed. Mm-hmm. 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 Or didactic story. And didactic mm-hmm. means that it's intended to teach, particularly having moral instruction, you know, and mm-hmm. an ulterior motive. Like you were saying, Alanda, say one thing, but it kind of means something else, you know? Mm-hmm. So it goes a lot deeper than just what's on the surface. All right. Mm-hmm. So How you spell didactic? Terrible. How you spell didactic? Oh, D I A C T I C didactic in other word was succinct didactic d-i-d-a-c-t-i-c okay 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 all right so Matthew 13 and 8 says listen then to what the parable of the sower means now he's going to explain what it means So when anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no roots, they last only a short time. And when trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of the of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth just choke the word, making it unfruitful. Mm-hmm. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces the crop, yielding a yeah. hundred or thirty times what was sown. Man. So then, question number four says: In Jesus's first parable, what do each of the following signify? So first, we're going to talk about the sower. So it's going to break it down: the sower, the seed, and then we're going to talk about the path. So first, we're going to concentrate on the sower. What does okay. the sower represent in this parable? The one who plants so, the seeds. Yeah. The one who plants seeds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, and then this one, I I think it's they're referring to Jesus as the sower, but um, mm-hmm. a sower can be anyone who's planting seed. Yeah. Because it could be even uh, um, us, because we plant, one plants, one waters. So mm. it could even be us, anyone who is telling the truth of Jesus, of Amen. God. Okay. Anybody else have an example of the sower? 
All right. So I had, it could be a, um, the, a preacher or a teacher. The sword can sometimes just be a person, like said, um, Stephanie and Londa, that yielded to God to speak the word of God. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then 4-2 um, is wants to know, well, then what's the seed in these parables? What, um, what would be the seed? The seed is... Um, the- Go ahead, Alana. Well, the seed is the word of God, the word of God itself. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's what I put, though, his word, and, you know, telling of his goodness. You know? Yeah. 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 And I can, can I revert back to the sower um, after you had finished, you know, talking? Um, that I know the number of the Holy Spirit, you know, that sometimes we think, and when after you had said the preacher, the teacher, Sometimes we think, and we've got to, you know, I know I used to think that it was all left up to the minister to get the word out there, the preacher. He's the one sowing, giving God's word. But no, it's not just up to them. It's up to all of us who are God's children. And yeah. as Alana said, anyone, you know, it's up to us to give that word and not to get stuck in thinking that we don't have anything to say. The little mm. bit you say, you don't know how it may spark in someone's heart. That the person who, like me, who has a lot of words, sometimes too many, the person who says the simple thing can get to somebody's heart quicker than someone who just needs to be quiet. Probably Mm -hmm. quiet. Amen. That's good. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. So for the seed, I had the word um, because the, the word was the seed. Because sometimes a good word in season to a stranger, a word from God that can minister to another person, or if you speak into a congregation or a small group, you're mm-hmm. planting seeds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, how about the soil? Now we're going to talk about the different um, soils in one in verses uh, one through nine, and we're going to talk about the soil that fell along the path. What, what, what do you have to say about that soil that that was along the path? What, what was going on with that soil? That that soil is, um, and I know if anybody's ever seen a path, especially when you're on the highway, you'll see the paths that kind of go through where you'll notice people have now tried to cut to the other side of the highway. Um mm-hmm. A path has very uh, hard or, or should I say, beaten down soil. So um, what happens is, is that it's like the road most traveled. That's what you kind of think about the path because the seeds don't go into the earth because it's such, it's, it's been moved, it's been, you know, traveled so much that, yes, it's a packed down type, um, area that the seeds don't go in, they don't penetrate into the earth that they sit on top. Therefore, you know, birds, you know, any type of thing can come and snatch it away. Uh, God. In other words, mm-hmm. you're more concerned about the world than you are things of God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, I put down, um, just cause, uh, they're, they're um, just casual listeners. You know, the soil mm-hmm. of people who, mm-hmm. uh, they just there casually. They don't uh, care um, if if they 
take it in or not. It's just like they're passing by. It's like if you ever seen a street preacher, <laughs> they'll be preaching and people just passing by like, yeah, they'll go crazy buddy again or crazy Joe. And they'll just pass him by. If he's giving a word and he's giving a good word and and to anyone, but it's it's hitting on deaf ears. They hear it, but don't hear it. Gotcha. Falling on deaf ears. Falling okay. on deaf ears. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody else? We're, we're talking about this soil along the path. Okay. Well, that was good. That was good. I agree with that. Okay. So then the next uh, question for, uh, what is that? For, we're going to yeah. talk the birds that snatch the seed. What did those scriptures mm. tell us about the birds that snatch the seed? What do you think this represents? <laughs> well, the birds represent the enemy, of course, yeah. um, mm. and how the enemy comes and snatches it away um, because he realizes that it doesn't have, it's not, the ground is not pliable for seeds. So, yeah. um that's where you, you know, you see it in the physical so much in this world where people don't even take the Bible seriously. Like it's a joke. Um, uh-huh. And that's because the enemy was able to the word that they did receive, that he was able to come in and snatch it away from them before it could ever, you know, you before it could rain on it. Or, you know what I'm saying? He just uh-huh. comes and snatches it away. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that represents the person that didn't understand what they heard. Mm-hmm. They heard mm-hmm. what was said. Like like you were saying, the guy, um, excuse me, that stands out on the corner, repent, mm-hmm. repent. God is coming soon. Mm-hmm. And they hear it. They hear what he's saying, but they don't understand what he's talking about. Yeah. And they, yeah. And they don't yeah. really care to understand. They think he's just out there being foolish mm-hmm. and just. You know, lost his mind just out there with a megaphone <laughs> telling people mm-hmm. that the world is coming to an end. You're going to hell. You need to repent. <laughs> Did they yep. hear it? But like you said, it's falling on deaf ears. And, yep. and that's that so that hear the word. And then because they don't understand it, Satan snatches it away. He takes it out of their heart. So yep. when they need to lie on it, they, it's not there. Okay. Yep. Can I, can now, I what um, ask a question? Because I yes. know for me, because when I, you know, this just came and I had a situation where I heard, you know, you hear those small whispers, you hear God talking to you, and then you think, uh, that's all right, I can keep going. And we do that sometimes. We hear God's small whispers trying to give us a warning. Instead of us heeding to that warning, we come on and then we find out, oh, gosh, I would have saved my time, myself a lot of time. That seed God was trying to plant in me at that moment, because we can hear the truth, and we sometimes, because of the cares we get, things, our busyness, mm. our go running here and there, that we forget. We need to settle ourselves and be ready to have our hearts ready to get sort get plant, uh, seeds planted in us, because we haven't matured and grown. And sometimes, you know, He wants to water us or fertilize us or add a new um, germinate a new seed in us to grow, and we're so busy we can't let it take hold. Mm-hmm. 
So what do y'all think about that? That, that was just something God bought to me. He, well, he told me, Stephanie, you need to slow your tail down. And he really has kind of slowed me down. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. That was good. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Anybody else have anything else they want to say about the birds that snatch the seed? That represents- just to okay. add a little bit, because you guys said pretty much what I, I wrote. Um, I looked up the word snatch, and oh, it mm. is to seize without permission. Mm. Mm. Somebody's mm. right. Somebody's what? Somebody's right. Like you're a rightful heir to something. Mm. Mm-hmm. To, to snatch without snatch is to seize without permission. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Somebody's right. Mm. Like your birthright, you're, you know, your rightful. That's good. That is good. And it's a good clarity, or or should I say, where it makes it clear what the enemy's doing. Mm -hmm. He's literally snatching away from you um, because you have the right to a a prosperous life. You have the right to be healed. you. You have the right to walk in authority over your family, over your children, over your husbands, you know, you have Mm -hmm. that right. But then if you are on that beaten path, the path Mm -hmm. most traveled, the enemy has the, he has the ability to snatch the word from you. Because you heard it and you didn't understand. Yes. You don't understand the rights that you have. You don't understand that the word, like you said, gives you authority. Yeah. To, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to intercede for situations and for people. But when you don't, then like you said, Andre, that is so good. Yes, Just it is good, take Andre. Take with that permission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. looking at, why is the word snatch in there? <laughs> snatch. Mm-hmm. That was wow. good. That was good. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Okay. Then the next thing we're going to talk about is this rocky soil. What does that rocky soil represent? Well, rocky soil. It's it's that heart that's without roots. Mm. Hmm. Um. That unforgiving mm-hmm. heart. Okay, now it's yeah. it's that heart that you know is very shallow. You know you mm. <laughs> you know it's it's crazy to say, but you see uh-huh. it all the time where people um, they get excited about the word, but then when it when when life itself they don't have any roots, so they don't stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I also um, thought about those who searching for more for God's hand in his heart. You know, they want to see what they can get out of God. Their, pur- uh-huh. their reason for being in the crowd, for following him, is not to find his heart, but to see what they can get. Hmm. So the rocky, so the, so the rocky soil. Um, yeah, that, it's a, it's a, oh, the rocky soil. The rocky soil is that, that place where you're just there seeing what you can get. Mm-hmm. Which if, if it hits, if it gets to you, it gets to you. But if it don't, okay. 
I'm just, I'm, I'm just there. Because okay. you've seen, I don't know if y'all have ever seen, it's uh, it's almost like the path, the, the well-traveled, but you've seen, like, flowers growing through the, the you know, some make it through the, through the pebbles and the rocks, and you're wondering, how can they grow in a rock? Because they weren't meant to grow there, but there are some that have deep enough and they were meant to grow in those hard places. Mm-hmm. But, and mm-hmm. they'll grow and they'll thrive because that's where God planted them to thrive yeah. in here, to help bring somebody else out. But there are those that were never meant to be in those hard places. And mm-hmm. that's good, Stephanie, because that is so true of the world, too. I mean, everybody don't grow up, you know, in the best of conditions. You know what I'm saying? What yeah. we are considered the best conditions, the best home environment, the best families with values, morals, and this and that. But yet, they seem to thrive. Some make it out, some grow, yeah. some go, you know, and, and turn then, their lives yeah. around. But yeah. that, and then I'll go back to the rocky place to see who else is in that situation who they can help. Yes. Some but go back to those, mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you got those who are never met and they die in a rocky place. Because there, mm-hmm. there is no, as Alana said, there's no depth to them. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to mm-hmm. go deeper. You and know, so and also, mm-hmm. go ahead. Did you have something to say, Alanda? No, I was just saying, you know, as a person who grew up in a rocky place, that's definitely um, an area because I know I gave up. You know, I told you that I would pretty much walk away from, because there was no depth there. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. There was no no root in my word. There was no root in, you know, because I was so used to being untrusting. So that's why I said an unforgiving heart, because mm-hmm. you built up your own wall. That's where the rocks mm-hmm. come from. You have bi- okay. built up your own animosity, your own bitterness, your own whatever it may be, all of that negative stuff because of what others or what you feel. And so therefore, when you feel like I told you, if I felt drama, I would walk away. I would run. Wow, that was powerful. We're so happy you decided to tune in today to Destination to Excellent podcast, where we build faith, discover our destination, and walk in excellence. Until next time, go and be great on purpose.